While you're turning there, I just want to thank a few people. We had Saturday night, we had a dinner for the foster care families in this area. And I want to thank um, from the youth, Chesney Mitchell, Landon Cook, Natasha Long, Danny Desort, Kevin. can't remember, I don't know Kevin's last name. I want to thank Jerry Brace, Terry Creason, Mario Perez, Terry Warren, Linda Poston, Tim Dawes, Chris Desort, Leslie Richmond, Brian Mullins, Eli Ridenauer, Brent McKee, Cindy Kemper, Tennille Spath, Jessica Nelson, Sarah Eilers, Kelly Taylor, and Lenny Long. Let's give the Lord some praise for them, okay? Anyways, I want to thank all you people that helped out for that. That was a blessing, and I know we'll be looking at doing it again probably this next year. There was, I think, about over 50 family with families, and uh, not 50 individual families, but totally with the families that they had. And I know we served well over 60. The spaghetti was pretty good, and uh, the rolls was pretty good, and the salad was really good, and uh, desserts were really good, and we, we didn't have a whole lot of leftover on the desserts which was great. I know they got blessed. So anyways, that's just part of what we're doing here at Living Word Fellowship. We want to be able to help the community and being able to help DHS is part of that. Everybody at Second Chronicles chapter 20 say, I'm here. Okay. I want to talk a little bit tonight and I just I want to read through this. So just read along with me. I'm reading out of the New American Standard. It said, Now it came about that after this, the sons of Moab, the sons of Ammon, together with the sons of the Meudites, came to make war against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and reported to Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea and out of Aram. And behold, there are Hazan Tamar, which is in Gedi. Jehoshaphat was afraid and turned his attention to seek the Lord, and it proclaimed a fast throughout all of Judea. Now we're in the middle of this fast. We're actually near the tail end of this fast, but... We've called this fast, and he called it throughout all of Judea. Now, now, so, so Judah gathered together to seek help from the Lord, and even came from all of the cities of Judah to seek the Lord. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of, of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. And he said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not the God of heaven, heavens? And are you not the ruler over all the kingdoms of the nations? Power and might are in your hands so that no one, no one can stand against you. I'm going to underline no one. No one can stand against you. Did you not, did you not, did you not, O our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend forever? They have lived in it and have built you a sanctuary there for your name, saying, should evil come upon us, the sword or judgment or pestilence or famine, we will stand before this house and before you, for your name is in this house, and cry to you in our distress, and you will hear and deliver us. Now, I got a little, I underlined that, and I got a little note that I put down, covenant people. God will deliver covenant people. These were covenant people that had a covenant with God. Verse 10, now behold, the sons of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom you did not let Israel invade, 
And they came up out of the land of Egypt, and they turned aside from them, and they did not destroy them. See how they were rewarding us by coming to drive us out from your possession, which you have given us as an inheritance. In other words, he's saying, hey, we were supposed to drive these inhabitants out, and, you, and, 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 and we did not. We were nice to them, and now they're coming back against us. And look at verse 12. He says, oh, God, will you not judge them? For we are powerless before this great multitude who are coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Turn to your neighbor and say, fix your eyes on Jesus. Turn to your other neighbor and say, fix your eyes on Jesus. Somebody in front of you, somebody behind you, make sure that you you tell that to somebody. They need to know that tonight. Verse 13, all of Judah was standing before the Lord with their infants, their wives, and their children. I put down the whole family. Everybody was standing before the Lord. Look at verse 14. Then in the midst of the assembly, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel and the son, the, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mattaniah, the, the Levite, the sons of Ashboth. And he said, listen, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and the king Jehoshaphat, thus says the Lord to you, do not fear, be dismayed, for there's a great multitude for battle, and the, uh, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Somebody say, but God's. I'm here to tell you tonight, there's a battle that some of us are in, the middle of it, and God is saying, hey, the battle is not yours, it's mine. Because we've been trying to fight it in the flesh, we've been doing things in, 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 in our carnal mind, and God says, you know what, I need you to get out of your carnal mind and understand that the battle is not yours. So that's going to be a word for somebody tonight. Verse 16 says, Tomorrow go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the valley in front of the wilderness of Jeruel. Verse 17, You need not fight in this battle. Station yourselves. Stand and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow go out to face them, for the Lord is with you. Oh, come on, somebody. The Lord is with you. These are covenant folks, and you're a covenant person. God was with them. Is he going to be with you? Yes, he is. And the Lord is with you. Jehoshaphat bowed down his head to his face to the ground, and all of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. The Levites from the son of the Kor- Korhathites and the sons of the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord, God of Israel, with a very, very whisper of a voice. Is that what it says? No, it says a loud voice, doesn't it? I mean, it wasn't like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. It was like, thank you, God. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Lord. That'll wake you up. Do that about 2 o'clock in the morning and see who gets up in your house. <laughs> he says, with a very loud voice. They rose early in the morning, and they went out to the wilderness of Tekoa. And they went, when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood, and he said, Listen to me, O Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Put your trust in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Put your trust in his prophets and succeed. 
Verse 21. When he had consulted with the people, he had pointed those who sang to the Lord and those who praised him in holy attire as they went out before the army and said, Give thanks to the Lord, for his loving kindness is everlasting, or his love endureth forever. Yeah. Then when, when they began to... Look, you can't wrap your natural mind around this. We talked about the logical man with the logical mind, talking about logical things Sunday. You can't wrap your logical mind around this because look at what happens. <laughs> when they began singing and praising, the Lord set ambushes against the sons of Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, who... So they were routed. For the sons of Ammon and Moab rose up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, destroying them completely. In other words, the armies that were together turned on themselves. That's what happened. Destroying them completely. And when they had finished with the inhabitants of Mount Seir, they helped destroy one another. When Judah came to the lookout over the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude and behold... They were, there were corpses laying on the ground, and no one had escaped. Then Jehoshaphat and his people came to take their spoil. I better stop there because y'all might just get excited. They came to get the spoil. They, they found much among them, including goods, garments, valuable things, which they took for themselves. More than they could carry away. I'm talking about some stuff. Especially it took them three days. Now that's some stuff. Look, you don't have... You could empty your house and it wouldn't take you three days. And now some of y'all got some stuff in your homes. But I want you to think about it, seriously. For a 24-hour period of time, don't you think you could carry everything out of your house? Yeah. And some of it would probably be 8, 10, 12 hours. Your home would be empty. Now, there's some stuff there, but that's not what I want to focus on because that's not what I'm after tonight. Here's what I want to show, show you. I want to have you put up that PowerPoint now. I want us to understand that this is a way that God has a plan for you to defeat the enemy in your life. When, when we look at the Scriptures, they are for teaching. They're for training. They're for faith. They're for encouragement. Come on, somebody. They're not just there just to be, well, that's a nice story. They're there to bring hope. They're there to bring strength. They're there to release wisdom. They're there to release knowledge. Information can come forth. But what are you going to do with that information? Are you just going to put it here, or will it drop to here and become revelation? Well, and, and, and I want you to know that there is a plan that God has for you to defeat the enemies in your life. So what we did is we just, let's look at, let, let's look at Jehoshaphat's plan real quick. And I, I've got mine marked all the way through here, but I want to just point out some things tonight real quick. I want to look at Jehoshaphat's plan that God gave him. When we look at this thing and we read through this thing, we have to realize that, first of all, in verse 3, he says that we are to fast. 
He called them not only to a fast, but he said this. He sought the Lord. Go ahead and bring up that next deal. Can you click on it? Is it? He sought the Lord. I want you to look at that. I'll underline, look, you can write in your Bible. All right? Don't get so religious and stuff thinking that, that it's the holy good book. You better take that book. You better write in it. And I'll tell you, if you wear it out, I personally will buy you another one. Amen? Write in it. Make a note of it because the next time you look back in Jehoshaphat, you're going to think about this sermon. He sought the Lord. This is what he did. Now, I want you to relate it to the enemy that's in your life. The first thing he did was he sought the Lord, right? There's been times, look, I've done it and you've done it, and we fought against this enemy, and we haven't sought the Lord first. We talked about that. Even in, 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 if you look in, in Joshua, they went into Ai, and they didn't, sought, they didn't seek the Lord first. They got their honey whooped, and then all of a sudden he said, well, I better check and find out what's going on. God, what's up? Achan had some coveted things. You're not going to win. So he, he began to seek the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast. That's the second thing. He proclaimed a fast. So you can see that he sought the Lord. Next one. Can you? Is it just hanging up or something? Or Well, then we can shoot that thing. Lay hands on that thing and say, work in the name of Jesus. So he proclaimed a fast. I'll give them to you, whether they're up there or not. So he sought the Lord would be number one. Number two, he proclaimed a fast. He said, hey, let's proclaim this fast. All of, all of Judah has got to come together. We've got to, we got to gather together. Well, that's number three or the third thing. They began to, to gather together. They gathered together. Look, y'all, they went to church. Let's read this. So Judah gathered together to seek help from the Lord. They even came from all of the cities in Judah to seek the Lord. They came from Laverne. Come on, somebody. They came from Moreland. They came from Fort Supply. They, they came from Woodward. Come on, somebody. They came from Slap Out. Woo-hoo. They came from Buffalo. Amen. I mean, they came... And sought the Lord. I mean, seriously, this is, look at this, what it says. Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord. They, they got together at church. Oh, come on, do you see this? They got together at church. And we got some people don't even want to gather to church, don't even want to gather together. Church is important. Gathering together is important. So we see that he sought the Lord. He proclaimed a fast. Write that down. They gathered together. They assembled together at church. They went to church. He said, oh, Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God of heavens? Are you not the ruler over all the kingdoms of the nations? The power and his might is in your hand, and no one can stand against you. You know what he began to do? He began to testify. This is what the Lord was doing. This is what the Lord has done. He began, to, he began to testify. I, I got him a little margin over here, testimony. I got a little arrow because he testified. I mean, sometimes we got to build up our faith and, and not forget what God has done for you. Come on. 
and say, wait a minute, God, you saved me when I was in that accident. Your hand was on me, and you pulled me out of that fire. You pulled me out of the depths of hell. You saved me before I even knew you. You saved me. We've got to remember what God has done for us. We have got a real short memory. I do on some things. Some things. I don't know why. But, man, we forget. We, 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 we go out and sin this week, and we forgot what God did for us last week. Come on, somebody. Don't shout me down because I'm preaching good now. It's the truth. There's covenant people here, right? They sought the Lord, verse 3. Proclaimed a fast, verse 3. They gathered everyone, verse 4. They went to church, verse 5. Let's jump down to verse 13. Well, let's look at verse 12. He says, Oh God, will you not judge them? For we are powerless before this great multitude who are coming up against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And they gathered. All of Judah was standing before the Lord. Mm. Look, you might need to get your kids. You might need to bring them to church. You not, might need to bring your aunts and uncles, whoever's in your household. If they're in your household, bring them. And say, look, we got a problem. we got to defeat this enemy. And we got to get in here and gather before the Lord. Look at, look at what else took place. Some people don't believe in the prophetic. Look at this prophetic voice. There are situations in our lives that we do not know what to do. And you know, when they gathered all together, they were in unity. They were in unity. Let's come together. You know what we got to do? We got to find out what's going on. We got to know what to do because, look, this vast army, this army is out here is big. I mean, there is no way that we can overcome this army. Look at this army. It's bigger than anything we got to do. It's like four football teams against our one. And then what happens was the prophetic word was released. The Spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, and he began to prophesy. And the Spirit of the Lord was released. And what happened when the prophecy came forward is faith began to rise up. In verse 15, he said, Listen, all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. He says, thus says the Lord to you, do not fear or be dismayed because of great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but it's of God. I'm telling you, King Joseph probably said, woohoo, I got you. I hear you. I hear the word of the Lord. So what are you going to do to defeat your enemy? Are you going to take those prophetic words and start warring over those things? And say, wait a minute, it's not your battle. You're trying to do it in and of yourself, by yourself, through yourself. Get out of yourself and get into the things of God. And look what's going to happen. He says, you don't even need to fight this battle. But here's one thing that they did. Is they were obedient. They still went out to the battlefield. They didn't stay at home and watch TV. It wasn't TV really in that those days. This was pre-TV days. <laughs> Jerry said, "I remember." 
I think you were in here. Covenant people. We're Israel. It's us. Come on. It's our family we're talking about. Verse 17 says, Station yourselves and stand. One of the battle plans that God gave to Jehoshaphat, one of the instructions were to station yourselves and stand. Don't back up. Uh -uh. Don't move forward yet, but stand. Mm, Revelation's coming. In the midst of that situation, you're going to have to stand. You're going to have to stand. Station yourselves. I began to start thinking about this. And the Lord said they were in position. Hmm. They were in position. And some of I, I, when I think of being in position, I think of coaching. And when we used to coach, the pitcher will not pitch. He won't do it until the catcher puts the mitt up. You will, if he does, he's messing up. You watch any pro game, you know, some kids might, you know, might not have the glove up and hit him in the face mask or something, but you watch any pro game and that catcher will move and he'll go low outside and he'll position that catcher's mitt high and inside. He'll pos- he may m- not move his body, but he'll move the mitt. And he's saying to that pitcher, I'm ready. I'm in position. Pitch. And anytime I see this and think about this, they were in position. See, sometimes we're not in position. Oh, come on. Our enemy comes against us, and the first thing we do is disappear from church. Oh, come on. Can I tell you the truth here tonight? All of a sudden, something happens, and he comes, he comes in like a flood, and we're thinking, oh, man, what am I going to do? Why don't you open the back, back, the back door and let the flood go out? <laughs> if he comes in the front, then open up the back door and say, see ya. But what we do is we run away. We don't gather ourselves together as a family. We don't come in and say, hey, I got to stand. I need to stand. I need, we need some wisdom from the Lord. And they gather together and they call a fast. Fast. I don't want to fast. What you talking about fasting? These folks fasted. They just didn't give up TV for 40 days. They gave up food. I don't know how long a period of time. But they went without. I mean, they went without. They consecrated themselves before the Lord. They cried out and said, God, I don't know how to do this. There's a vast army in front of us. And I don't know what I'm going to do. But you know what, God? I trust in you. And faith began to rise up, and Jehoshaphat, actually in his testimony, was prophesying also and said, hey, don't you remember that God did this and God did that, and he ran off the inhabitants, and he said this land is supposed to be ours, and God said that, and then the Spirit of the Lord fell on Jehaziel, and he begins to start prophesying and prophesying, saying, hey, the battle's not yours. It's God's. But they were in position. We've got to get in position. When things happen in our lives, we don't need to run away. People run away. We've got to be in position. Let me move forward. He said, station yourselves and stand and see the salvation of the Lord on our behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear. Do not be dismayed. 
Tomorrow, go out and face them. For the Lord is with you. Some of you are going to have to face your giants tomorrow. Some of you are going to have to face your, your, your Moab tomorrow. Some of you are going to have to face the enemy tomorrow. Some of you are going to have to face him tonight. But he says, position yourself and stand. There was obedience. Say obedience. Man, you, listen. When God says don't do that, don't do it! When God says do it, do it! That's what I'm talking about, being obedient. Well, you know, it wasn't really God because I can say what I want to say. I can do what I want to do. I can be what I want to be. You can't tell me what to do. No wonder your enemy's kicking your hiney. I say that in church. That's why. I mean, he's, he's, got, he's got his arm right around your head. Go ahead, do it now. And you're doing it. You're doing it. Not you. Turn to your neighbor and say, he's not talking about you. <laughs> Turn to your other neighbor and say, he's not talking about you. No, I wouldn't be talking about you. You know, these, these were covenant people they were coming against. The enemy's going to come against you because you're in covenant. Verse 18. Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all, listen, all of the inhabitants of Judah, they did the same thing. For the Lord is with you, he said. He bowed his face to the ground. All of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshiping him. You can put up the next one. Is it, is it up? Worship and praise. Now, look at this. This is a battle plan that God gave to Jehoshaphat. And I believe, some of us can use this in here. I believe that if you will take this and you'll use it, you will have victory. Come on. You'll have a victory. So we see him worship. Verse 19 says, The Levites and the son of the Korhites and the, and the Korathites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel. Again, with a very loud voice. One of the things I saw here, though, was there was worship, then there was praise. Anyway, do you see that? There was worship, then there was praise. So they rose up early in the morning, and they went out to the wilderness of Tokia. And, and when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood up and said, Listen to me, O Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, put your trust in the Lord. Now, why would he, <laughs> they just got through worshiping and praising God, and the next day they get out there and he says, hey, trust in the Lord. Don't trust in your sword. Don't trust in your shield. Don't trust in your boots. Come on, somebody. He said, put your trust in the Lord. You need to do that. You need to do that. You need to trust in the Lord. Say, trust in the Lord. We've we got to trust in the Lord. You know, Shelly's like, how are we going to, how are we going to, we're going to get a bus or whatever? How are we going to do that? How are we going to pay for that? How's that going to happen? She asked me, man of wisdom, <laughs> and I gave her an honest answer. I don't know. But God's got a way. 
I haven't got it figured out. He's got a way. So we'll just leave it at that. We've got to trust in the Lord, right? I trust in the Lord. I know this is God's ordaining this thing, so he's not going to come halfway and say, Ooh, well, y'all are going to have to walk. Well, if we got to walk, then I guess we'll let you know a few days earlier, and we'll start earlier, amen? But we'll get there. He says, trust in the Lord, your God, and you will be established. Put your trust in his prophets and succeed. In other words, here's this prophetic voice that goes off, and when it goes off inside of you, it will bring faith. Something will explode. And when he had consulted the people, he appointed to those, and he sang, and those who praised him, and they sent the singing and the praisers out front. In other words, the worshipers went first. There's times where I'm like, okay, Jennifer, you're worshiping? Come on up here. Delbert, come on up here. Jimmy, come on up here. Do you know what I mean? And some people are like, well, you know, I'm just sitting down in the back. There's times where I want to say, look, if you're just sitting, why don't you move back there? But some people get offended, wouldn't they? But if we went by biblical principles and said, we're going we're gonna to seek the Lord today, and we're going to battle today, then we want the worshipers to come on up front. Come on, somebody. Well, you wouldn't ask us to move. I might. <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, if you're a worshiper, come on up front. I like to see you up front. I like to see you moving in, pressing in on the sides over here. You can worship. You can have flags. You can have banners. You can have, you know, whatever you want to do, go for it. Well, within reason, don't be throwing off your clothes and all sorts of stuff like that. That's not godly. You understand what I'm saying? But worship the Lord. Worship him. Put your trust in him. He sent them first. And look at this amazing thing that happened. I just, it just blows me away. Is that the Lord sent ambushes. They were in position. They were doing the things. They were obedient to God. They had fasted. They had prayed. They had heard the Spirit of the Lord come forth through the prophetic word. Faith was rising up in them. They really were consecrated. The next day they were ready to go to war. They were probably advancing. And then it says that Judah looks over this hill into the valley, and there's all these dead bodies. Because the nations, I mean, how did that happen? Do you know what I mean? Were they marching together? Amen. Give me some room. No, you give me, no, you give me some room. I mean, did they all of a sudden, you know, back off, back off. No, you back off. That's my man. No, no, that's my man. I'm from this king, and I'm from that king, and they just all own each other. I mean, think about how it happened. Isn't that how? Maybe. I don't know. But all of a sudden, they're supposed to be on the same side. I mean, you'd think a king would have said, hey, hey, we're on the same team. They're the enemy. But we do it in the church. Oh, that was a... Are you with me? But the Lord set these ambushes. I guess he just got them irritated each other. You know what I mean? And then they started killing each other. I mean, think about this. If you're obedient, I'm ready for this to happen in our lives. I don't know about you. 
But I'm ready for us to be positioned. And I'm ready for us to do the things. Coming out of this fast, and from 9 to 9 on that Friday, for people laying hands on people, and they be healed. Come on, somebody. They get delivered. They get set free. Why? Because we're in position, and we do have an enemy. And we're going to come after him, and we're going to still move. And the Lord will set some ambushes. Oh, wouldn't that be so cool? I know the people who have come in here, gotten healed, delivered. This one man testified. Come in here, got healed in his back. Remember that night? Or maybe it was a Sunday. I don't remember what day it was, but it was just cool. <laughs> I mean, it was like he's up here testifying. I was like, who is that guy? I know that guy, but I had not seen him. I've seen him, but I don't know him. Who, who is he? And he's up here saying, you know, Lord, heal his back. I'm telling you, God is wanting to set some ambushes if we'll get in position. So when we begin to look at this and we see God's battle for Jehoshaphat, his plan, my question to you is, could you take this plan? And use it. Absolutely. We've gotten out here. <laughs> I remember we were marching around. You all remember we were marching around the church seven times? <sighs> Y'all probably don't even know this. I don't know if I've told you this. But it wasn't two days after that. I was talking to the mayor of the city. <laughs> he says, oh, I went by your church the other night. I was like, yeah. He said, yeah, everybody was outside. I said, yeah, we marched around that church seven times. <laughs> it's the mayor of the city. I could have just said, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I told him all the spiritual stuff, and he just kind of looked at me. battle plan is the Lord's. Amen. It's his deal. I mean, there was some great breakthroughs. I believe there has been even since then. And I believe the enemy is going to kill himself. That's what happened here. He's going to kill himself. And the cool thing about it is, and that's why praise and worship is important. Very important. Let's come in here. Let's, let's praise and worship because things begin to happen. Things begin to move. I mean, what would, it, what would happen if the Spirit of the Lord said, raise your hands? And you raised your hands. And the enemies, tomorrow you go and they're, they're gone. Or they're dead. You know what I mean? You just kind of look over and say, that guy didn't like me, but he moved out of town. I guess he left. Come on, somebody. Or oh, your enemy that has said something bad about you comes up to you and says, you know what? I'm sorry I spoke because I was wrong. Or oh, we're getting out of debt. And you look over that valley and those are all your debts. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Dead debts. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're, they're gone because you got a raise or a bonus or, you know, whatever. I mean, I, you could look at this thing, and I began to start thinking about the, the plunder. But this is a plan that you can take for yourself. Because then when you look at it, they get to spoil. And see, well, we're so, we're so focused sometimes on getting the spoil that we forget about what God wants to do in the process he took Jehoshaphat through. 
And I look at these, and I'm thinking, God, it's more than just a story. There's a principle here. Let's do this thing. You might have to gather your family together and get them in the living room and say, this is what's happening. Sickness is coming upon my kids, and it cannot stay. And we've got to do something. We've got to be obedient to the Lord. We've got to be in position. We have some people didn't show up in the nursery or the, one of the classrooms tonight. They're out of position. Hello? They're out of position. They were supposed to be there. They didn't call. They didn't tell us, I'm not going to be there. I can't show up. All I know is they're out of position. Come on, somebody. We've got to come together in unity as a family and say, let's be in position. Because when, when we gather together, we advance. Come on. When we gather together, we advance. When we gather together, every time we gather together, we advance. Every time. Every time. Every time we advance. We're not backing up. We're moving forward. And when we come together, when we gather together as an army, as a team, we advance. And I want everybody to advance. I, I don't want to be dragging some people along. I want, I want, I want people to be pushing. Why don't you push, man, get up there. Just move up, keep moving. Don't, don't look back, just keep moving. We advance. It's important for us to advance. Well, how can I advance? I, I, I've got to be in position. I've got to be obedient to the Lord. I've got to praise. I've got to worship. There's some times where we're just, just going to come in and just praise and worship. Because God says, praise and worship. Praise and worship. We can't get off of it. I got, but you don't understand, God. I, I prepared a sermon. I studied. I got something good to tell them. It ain't about me. It's about what God wants to do in your life. So when we come and through praise and worship, I can't tell you how important it is. Well, I'm not one to raise my hands. Try it. <laughs> That's good. I'm not one to dance. Move your foot. That's good. I mean, so. Some won't break off. I was a dancer. I had to watch people. I, I got to watch some people. I just had to clap. Make sure they clap at the same time. Because I clap different times. And up there, I got to watch watch Tatum. Or, you know what I mean? She'll kind of start doing this. Or I watch Kendra. Kendra always do her leg. And Julie will do that too. So I, look, I'm just being honest with you. I just watch them. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm in the beat. I'm there with them now. I got it. You know what I mean? Because sometimes I look up there, and they're like this, and I'm like this. And they're like this, and I'm like this. And they're putting their foot down, and I'm putting my foot up. And i got to listen to Marvin. i got to listen to the drum, you know. Doom, 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 doom. Okay, that's it, that's it, baby. Yep. Sometimes we go. You know. Come on. Well, some of us don't have it that way. But when we keep trying. I keep trying. But how many times has the Lord seriously told you, bow down? And you said, no, Lord, I'm sitting here. 
He said, no, I want you to get on your knees. And you've had that wrestling match. No, 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 Lord. Well, don't you understand? That guy's over there next to me. He's looking at me. He's looking at me. It don't matter. Let him look. Maybe Lord will go, I told you to bow down like she is. Would you bow down? No. Well, if she does it with you, yeah. And then you bow down. She's like, oh, thanks, Lord. Okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, God will work that way. You know what? Well, you know, Lord, you got to tell Shelly. He'll tell Shelly. Okay. It's confirmation. I need to do it. This is a battle plan you can use. I want you to get into this. I want you to, to pull out, extract some things and say, look, I can use this. I can do this in my life and just be obedient to the Lord. Let me pray for you tonight. Tonight, God, I just thank you that tonight you are just releasing battle plans and strategies for us to overcome the enemy. Lord, there's so many different battle plans, so many different strategies. you got so many different ways. Lord, like you did with Jehoshaphat. It might have been different than Gideon. It, it might have been, been different than and even what Elijah did to overcome the spirit of Baal. But, God, I thank you that you are releasing things in our lives right now. And, Lord, I thank you as we begin to see this, we begin to understand it, we begin to walk forward in it, that you'll give us strength to do it and obedience. Lord, let us hear you clearly. Lord, and let us trust in you. Let us trust. Let us put our trust in you. Lord, when you say this is what we need to do, that we're just going to trust you. And we're just going to say, okay, we're going to step out. We're going to do it or not do it because you said it, God. Now, God, I just ask you to, to just take this word and seal it to our, to our hearts tonight, to our spirits tonight, to our souls tonight, to our, to our body tonight. Just, just seal this word of God to us tonight that in the morning we'll begin to start thinking about it and say, wait a minute, this is a battle plan that I'm going to use. This is for me. I'm going to call it. I'm going to own it. And then, Lord, when I do give you praise and glory for the spoil that comes from it, I remember you in all the things that I do. Now, God, I ask you to bless and strengthen each person here tonight. In Jesus' name. And the church said amen. Let's not leave just one minute. Will you come up and tell us about Crystal?